and welcome well. to Infernus. Hello, hello, hello. How's things? How are you? Keeping? Lovely to see you. To hear As- you. No, you're hearing us. So, God, it's a bit of a I can feeling, hear this podcast. Who's that? Who's that person talking to me? Can't you hear them too? Sorry, I'm being freaky. Um, as Misha often says, are you all right? Oh my God, the absolute shade of Molly being on a voice <laughs> note with her brother and everyone being like, are you all right? I didn't realise I had a thing until just now and now I know I have a thing. Are you all right, lads? Are you checking thing. in with yourselves? How's the head? How's the feet? You, How's the hands? Do you, you need right? to sit down? <laughs> have you been drinking enough water? Do you, I sound really like my mum because mom, uh, my mum's a weight loss consultant and she'd be talking to people. She goes, are you all right? Are you drinking enough water? What's going on? And maybe, maybe that's where I've, you get it from. Yeah, because I don't see myself as very maternal. But as soon as I heard Ruan doing an impression of me, I was like, God, wow, what's that all about? That's interesting, though. Isn't being maternal a strange thing? Because like sometimes I think you were actually saying it to me last weekend. You were like or like one of my mates was like, Molly, you're very maternal. And you were Mm. like, yeah, she she is. And I always have a little bit of a identity crisis when someone says that because I don't want to be maternal. Like I'm I'm a caring and nurturing person. But and it's but I saw an interesting post on Instagram about it just literally a few seconds before we logged on being like, oh, I was dating a guy who said that he wanted to have a, a female child before his other children because he believes that the elder female sibling would be like very naturally nurturing and stuff like that. And I get that he might not mean that with harmful intentions, but uh, it's just funny how that standard is put on a woman, you know. Yeah, and then I saw a TikTok because I'm down with the kids, you see. And there was like this lady on TikTok and she was talking about how women are trained is the wrong word, wired is the wrong word, conditioned, let's say. It's hard to be PC about this, so please forgive me for the next minute. Um, But she was throw, saying... Throw women... it out the window, man. Just say what you Look, have to say. You know I'm trying to... I'm a kind PC person, so it's all fine. But um, she was saying that women are kind of conditioned in relationships to deal with in many cases if men are emotionally unavailable because we'll treat them like children and say okay children's emotions have the fully formed so if they're being a bit emotionally shite emotionally shite is the term I'm going to use then we'll just adapt to it and say oh they're acting like a child I have maternal instinct so I can adapt if they're not giving me their full emotional selves but then we're living in relationships with that bullshit but Mm. you could be in a relationship when you're 30 and still have a man who's not fully emotionally mature or non-binary or female person. Oh, I just got a WhatsApp message. I hope that doesn't go. Yeah, I saw that pop up on my phone as well. The oh group chats are going 90 lately. That was anyway, a lovely yeah. intro. That was a lovely, um, insightful, worldly view to kick things yeah. off. So, Clock, if you're in a relationship with someone and they're not being fully emotional, emotionally available and you're a woman, just check with yourself. Am I mothering them mm. or am I giving them the same level of emotional intelligence they're giving me? You're welcome. Hey, therapy has things. Are you all right? Honest- <laughs> Are you all right? Are you all right? We should, we should do a character swap one day and I'll come on being all You like, be me and I'll be right? you. I saw Wouldn't a TikTok the-, the other day and it was saying <laughs> this and you'll just be like, well. I know, how would you be me? Lads, lads, I was reading some book and just wasn't I out in the micro? I fucking love the micro. Just like, the mic, that micro is like my handbag. I keep everything in the micro. <laughs> Love you so much. You'd have to do the laugh as well. You'd have to do the cackles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, we get into it. Let's yeah, get in there thanks. like swimwear. 
uh, we'll explain so, what we're doing first. Or you yeah. probably saw it on the story, but Misha, you you're more on top of things today. You you tell them <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Everybody, Molly's a bit shook today, but we're just gonna we're just gonna sit with it. <laughs> so today we are taking your Instagram words. This idea came to me in the shower. Welcome to Misha's shower thoughts, everyone. And I was like, what if people just gave us a random word and no matter what, we have to talk about it for a certain number of minutes. So how many words did we get? So we put this in Instagram, we're like, give us a word and we're going to promise ourselves and you guys that we're going to talk and we have to stick to the time limit. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten words. So let's give each word three minutes and we'll have half an hour. How's that? (laughs) Delightful. Okay, let's go. (laughs) The word is Cress. Go. Okay, uh, plant that you grow yourself. I think it's like primary school children's like introduction to plant yeah. life. I never personally experienced that in school, but I'd say lockdown has made me a bit of a plant mom. Cool. I was influenced by Martha, a friend of the pod, first guest, Woo. Um, to buy a few plants and to learn how to look after them because her house is full of plants. And it's a funny contrast between me and my mom because mom is obsessed with her garden. We can't get mm-hmm. her inside. I'm like, please, mom, come inside. She lives there. Now. No, messing. <laughs> Feed me. Um, <laughs> please. Um, yeah, she's obsessed with like outdoor gardening and I love indoor gardening. What do I have so far? I have an asparagus seticus, i.e. fern. Uh, it's getting lovely and fluffy. It's very airy. Yeah. She's, she's lush. Doing gr- she's doing really well. She was my first. So she she's kind of like the queen bee of the plants. Mm-hmm. Um. I have a little emerald tree. She's cute. She looks fake, but she's real. She's got some new leaves coming. They de- they blossom in the summer. It's great. Gorge. A bit depressing in the winter. Hot girl like, summer. Something. Woohoo. Hot exactly. girl summer for plants. Hot summer. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have a lovely spider plant that is a bit shook because I repotted it recently. And oh. repotting it is kind of traumatic for the roots because they're like, Moving Whoa. house is hard. Yeah. It's, it's a big temperature change. It's a big, you know. They're, they're shook to the core. They, they've moved back to Dublin and they don't know how to uh, socialise anymore. After living... <laughs> Never mind. Random tangent. I have a dwarf horsetail, which What's is that? mental. It's it's like, you know the rushes on St. Patrick's Day? St. Yeah. Bridget's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at me, big misogynist. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like a load of them growing out of a pot. It's mental. Gas crack. And I repotted that recently as well, but it's, it's so mental it doesn't even realise... Um, and I have some ivy coming down my wardrobe. Class. Back to Cress. Um, my main memory of Cress seeds would have been in primary and secondary school and just like the science teachers giving us some teeny weeny Cress seeds, putting it on some cotton wool or some paper towels and saying, oh, now, yes. by the time we have our Friday's class, that'll be a plant. And there was a science experiment for the junior cert where you give, you have three different little pots of Cress seed and you give like one of them water, you give one of them sunlight and you give one of them sunlight and water and obviously sunlight and water one grows. So that's how plants work, kids. Yeah. Oh, this this science days. I I just yeah. remember it being so gas. I was just like cotton wool isn't soil. It's not going to yeah. work. But cress seeds, cress seeds eat that shit up. Cress seeds are like, yeah, cotton wool is perfect for me. So maybe I should get some and introduce it to my plant family. It's quite simple to grow, and you can put it on salads and stuff. So it's a versatile plant. You know, oh, cress, cress is I'll just be there. It's edible, like, a little snack. As far as I remember, <laughs> snack it away in your little plants. Okay, I, that that'd be weird though. Edible flowers and stuff are very cool. Like Dad uses them a lot. I love them in a cocktail. Oh gorge. Okay, we've yeah. done three minutes on Crest. Next yes. is theater. Go theater. Oh, so much to say. Only three minutes. Oh, do you know what? We can make this very niche and like very um, 
up to date by talking about digital theatre. Oh, spook, yes. The okay, we're going to adapt to digital theatre. Yep, cool. Yeah, um, just because I've been watching a fair bit of it lately on the old interwebs and I, I love it. Now, having filmed theatre myself only recently, it gave me a really good insight into how it's done and I'm noticing mm-hmm. like people's techniques, I'm noticing like people's cuts. And you do have that advantage of being like, let's do that scene again. I would just try and not leave, if like giving advice to anyone who's going out there to make digital theatre, I would try not to lean on that kind of comfortable feeling of, oh, sure, we can always redo something. Yeah. Cause that can't do that in theatre, it's live, it's it, that's it. You can't do it in theatre and people are buying a ticket to watch quote unquote live theatre. So if we yeah. get that, we, if we get like a lack of continuity, if we get that sense of like, oh, this isn't, isn't sparkly and happening in the moment, like I'm, mm. I'm getting the sense that this is being cut up to bits, do you know? Oh, that's it's, film. it's a weird one. So, yeah. Talk to me about, didn't the, we, we've just been working with uh, yeah. Youth Theatre and NFYT, National Festival of Youth Theatres by Youth Theatre Ireland. And Wait. we had, did you, did you go to that workshop? No, I did not. I missed it. But okay. even from being <laughs> present with and hearing about the Youth Theatre members experience with digital theatre and they were learning a lot about theatre on Zoom. And just, mm. I think even from Zoom theatre, I would have seen this time last year when the theatre, well, just after the theatre shut down to now people have learned so much like I'd say there'll be a lot more digital theatre even when theatre goes back to normal quotation marks normal Mm. like I think we're all adapting to it now and I think it's given people in film a lot of opportunities as well because even I've noticed we did some stuff with the youth theatre that had to be edited which technically was theatre but turned into short films so there all of a sudden you know we're integrating the two disciplines and that's you know two parts of my degree so I'm just like yay Mm. they can all be friends hooray yeah yeah. that must be a nice feeling yeah and like there's obviously going to be those purists saying like, oh, yeah. no, it's not theatre unless you're in the theatre and you're sat down and you're watching things happen. Yeah, real people I can respect that. But like, I'm I'm all for moving with the times. I, I respect what mm-hmm. they're saying. I'm all for moving with the times. And I think because the times that we're going through are so hard and so awful, I just think if you're going to give me a link for five euro to watch two amazing actors say it's also a lot cheaper to each other it's more oh, it's, it's so more, cheap it's, it's so it's, comfortable yeah, in the bed affordable. in the pajamas in the duvet big cup of tea in the duvet, under the that's what i was doing watching dragon when you guys did it i was in my bed with a big bar of chocolate and a cup of tea and i was so content like love being in the theater space i saw it in smock alley which was also fun yeah. but lads nothing like having the two muse at the end of my bed on the laptop or in real life <laughs> no complaints okay next word we have magic magic Ooh, oh magic my god my favorite quote from martha fitzgerald i think i might have said this on <laughs> on our interview but i was working with her one time and she we were talking about like like men trying to like impress you by doing oh, magic no. tricks and she's like it's so not impressive i mean like one day i woke up and i was 26 and i think that's magic enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I was maybe said it to you in a voice note last week or no last last night even and I was like just let's think of our growth like time is magic like even from us starting this podcast in September October time it's June now what a journey like time is magic what is magic Mm. like are we talking like card tricks are we talking like a feeling Ooh, are we talking Harry Potter like oh but like just relating it back to theatre for a second I did Mm. a little um, reflective exercise recently and I'm actually looking at it I've put it on my pin board I put Y capital W H Y on a little post-it on a A4 piece of paper 
and I did like a spider diagram where I put out words basically reminding myself why I want to be an actor and I oh, read good. it every morning to remind myself and yeah. what I kept coming up and sometimes it's hard to put into words just I actually I'm going to read it from right here from the corkboard because I can see it the magic speak the magic speechlessness pure experience presence accidents sponta- spontaneity and it's an unspoken quality that comes with being in a play or witnessing a play mm-hmm. where you realize something's just happened that was completely unplanned that has just lifted us all for a moment yeah that's such magic there's such a buzz like yeah. i miss the feeling like are you ever on stage and you're saying your lines and you're going to the spots and then you just take a second you realize there's how many ever people looking at you they're like oh fuck I could literally turn around and do whatever I wanted and no one could stop me. <laughs> Not that I would, but like, there's such a magic about like, okay, you get for six months working on a show in your head, you're like, I have to do this, I have to stand here, I have to do the lines. And still there's an element of liveness to it, but you also have a list of things you have to tick off and say the line here and there and whatever. But there's also yeah. such an element of, God, if I could step slightly to the left of that chair or I could say, hop on that chair after that line, I could do whatever I want. Like, <laughs> that's magic. Yeah. And also the magic of seeing people do things live is so exciting and knowing you're in a theatre and say I'm here for the next hour or two hours and I just get to sit back and watch people be amazing so exciting and I think I figured out like I think I have made like a tiny breakthrough in like getting closer to having more moments like that yeah in that I've realised if you know something for, for me anyways if I know something really 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 well inside and out and I'm super super confident in the technicalities of it and Mm -hmm. my knowledge of the piece I can relax and I feel like once you're relaxed and you're present and you appreciate and enjoy what you're doing there's a lot more room for those magic moments to happen yeah exactly I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of an example of like like sometimes it's just like the play is happening and you're hitting all the beats and like you're going to all the right spots but it's just an air or a magic and it could be There's because you emphasized yeah, yeah and it could, could be because you emphasize one word rather than another word or it could be because another actor gave you a look or because it, it could be because you yeah. got a chuckle out of an audience member that you're just like yeah, oh yeah. the vibes are <laughs> good tonight yes like i think you even know what though like say if you do a first scene and you walk on and the audience laugh at everything or they like they laugh at something that you that normally doesn't get a laugh and then you hop off the stage for a minute and you're on your way to the next scene there's some you're like oh these guys are good crack like you just know it's gonna be good crack. Love that. Like okay, these guys we... are happy they paid yeah. the twenty euro or however much it was, and they're happy. I'm ha- The guys are happy that they left their lovely, warm, comfortable houses tonight to come see us. Yeah, Do you they know? want to have a bit of crack with us. Yeah, class. Yeah. Okay, next word: divinity. Ooh. Whoa. Like, like as in divine, like divinity, divine, that kind of. Divinity. Ooh. I think of like regalness. Yeah. Regality is that is that a thing? Like, or I think of holiness. Yeah. What's I think divine? Like, what could we genuinely? I describe call food as divine. I was like, yeah. oh, it's divine, darling. I feel like it's like some posh person saying like a big glass of red wine that has loads of different fruity notes, and they're like, this oh, wine is divine. divine. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, is okay, there like so we divinity have... in everyday life? Like, is there divinity in a cup of coffee? Is there divinity in having a chat with a dog and a dog being a friend? Is there a just the sense that the word gives me gives me like an upper class kind of vibe? Yeah. Like I think of like high, I think of like popes and bishops living in like like luxurious circumstances with their lovely robes, and I think what of like makes fine them so wine. special though, other than their job. I know. 
What well, makes I mean, them like, so special? Like when you look at the journey of Catholicism and how you've had like all these lads like Martin Luther and John mm. Calvin breaking away from the mainstream things because they didn't like the way the church was going. Yeah. And it's interesting because at the very core of like Christ's teachings, it is all very like lovely. It really just really be is. sound. And it really is just be sound to everybody. Just be nice. Are it's you all right? <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> but it's just the interpretation. And when you look at the fucking what are they called? The lads who wrote the Bible, all a bunch of fucking lonely men. Mm. You know, like of course that interpretation is going to be different to like if me and you had to write Christ's teachings. I would just, I genuinely, my sentence would be just be sound. That would be my summary of the like I haven't read the Bible religiously. Well, what a sentence! But like my genuine exper- my general experience of the whole religion situation is just be sound to everybody. Mm. And like my granddad always said, just treat. I know it's uh, such a saying, like, but just treat other people how you want to be treated. Just be sound. Just be yeah. nice. That's, and that's as also believe in like not a, maybe like just believe that there's someone looking out for you. Yeah. Whatever comes your way, you can handle it. And like, you know, I was talking about the phrase yesterday, what's for you won't pass you. And I can understand why some people don't like that phrase because they're like, well, no, that actually was for me, but I couldn't do it because I got diagnosed with an awful sickness or something, you know, and that's that's not fair to say what's for you won't pass you in that kind of circumstance. Um, Can I? Sorry, go on. Yeah, go, go for it. You see, I wasn't a big believer in what's for you won't pass you when I was 50, depressed out of my hoop, not doing very well. But now I'm thinking if I, I don't think I would have gotten into youth theatre if I wasn't depressed, which sounds weird, but I don't <laughs> yeah. think I would have gelled so well with theatre people if I wasn't in such a shitty place emotionally. Wow, um, explain that. I don't, well, that's just coming to you. I mean, so we're going to go over the three minutes on this one because Misha has some therapy to spill. Right. But, um, and I don't think I would have got into filmmaking. I don't think I would have went for an artsy career if I didn't have so many feelings. I think... Mm that I was in such a bad place when I was doing my leave insert I thought okay I have to have a bit of hope I can't go into a science degree here just mm. to get a good job I need to actually go and like I, I was like fuck it I'm either gonna die or do something I like so I was yeah. like I'll do something I like and now I'm doing something I like and wow. I also think my mental health like I've done quite well in screenwriting because I write about content warning I write about eating disorders and depressed people because yeah. I can't write about anything else. I don't know anything else. Well, I do. Yeah. But I find it a lot easier to write about stuff I know. My screenwriting teacher is always like, write about what you know. And I was like, cool, I'll do that. And then, yeah, I don't think I would have gotten into that area. And I think I can vibe quite well. Use social anxiety, you know yourself. But mm-hmm. I could think I can empathize quite well with people. And I always ask, are you all right? Because I genuinely mm-hmm. care. Because yeah. I think if I know how other people are feeling, I'm not so stuck on my feelings. Because I'm like, okay, there's somebody else who's having a shit day. Sorry you're having a shit day, but I'm not the only one having a shit day. Or somebody's oh, having yeah. a good day, and it would remind me that good days exist. Do you know? God, wow, we're getting into it here. What was the word? Oh, I love Divinity. That, Divinity. Wow. But I'm going so, yeah. to stay on this track, if that's okay. Please just do. to say that... That's, I find that really interesting about what you said about like your depression guiding you into what you really want to do. It almost reminds me of... When people say they had like, I don't know, near death experiences or something like that, where it just woke them up and they had a completely different life experience afterwards because they were, they came so close to the end that they kind of realised. I don't know that I talk about this before, you can edit it out if I have, but Graham Norton tells the brilliant story about when he nearly died when he was attacked in London 
I did. And... I've heard this story somewhere else, but I don't think we've talked about it here. So go for it. He basically you know talked about how coming so close to death woke him up to a feeling of almost like divinity in that he was yeah. like, I can do whatever I want to do and I want to do everything and all my problems are so small because I nearly died. But now he, he kind of did a bit of disclaimer after that and he's like, you know, after a week when all like my life problems started creeping back up, I kind of lost track of that feeling. Yeah, but it comes and goes, I find. Mm. I get a bit, because I get a bit of that too, or I've just been offered a really cool job. And the first Yay! 10 seconds were like, yeah, I was like, oh my God, amazing. And then 10 seconds, I was like, oh fuck, I can't do that. Sorry for cursing yeah. on a podcast, but we put an explicit language thing so I can say what I want. But yeah. <laughs> then maybe two or three months ago, I would have, I was offered a different kind of gig. And I was like, oh my God, I can't do that. No way. And then I did it and I had such crack. So I'm mm. hoping that the same won't for you, won't pass you thing because the way it's working for me and I don't, it doesn't work for everybody. But just when one thing finishes something, the next step up a little bit bigger comes along. Now it might not happen mm. straight away. It could be a week waiting. It could be a month waiting. But I think life has a way like that. That like yeah. just when something, when your brain and when your life is ready to finish one thing, you're like, okay, I've ticked that. That's done. Something else just says, hello, how's things? Are you all right? Gas crack. That was really good. Will we do the next one? Yeah, um, this one is very interesting. It's Higgledy. H-I-G-G-L-E-D-Y. That makes me think of Miggledy Higgins. I was about like, to Miggledy say. Miggledy Higgledy. <laughs> Thank you for just making me smile with that word. I don't have any knowledge Higgledy. on it. Higgledy. Why do people say Higgledy Piggledy? Mm. Like, that's a way of describing something that's like, a bit oh. rough. It's, it's a bit, um, like, unorganised. Yeah. Wow, Higgledy. what an onomatopoeia. Ana- Pick way of describing things. I love it. It's, it's a, a bit higgledy-piggledy. Yeah, is that just an Irish thing? Like, it could be British as well. Higgledy. I can't think of a no. <laughs> we tested out with the accent to see what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> what about higgledy-piggledy? Maybe higgledy. <laughs> In a northern if... accent, it's kind of funny. Higgledy-piggledy. <laughs> it could be. It could be Northern Ireland. I would say if you happen to, we have listeners all around the world. If you happen to say higgledy piggledy in your country, please let Get us know. Much. What does it mean? How long? You're so listening much. to the podcast, but you're not following the Instagram, or you could be, but you haven't gotten in touch yet. We need to know. We need to network yeah. people. Come on, we just want to chat to you. You're listening to us for an hour. We might as well chat to you for two minutes. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you exactly. all right? Look at I always look at ask, us are you all right? And you never tell me. Are you all yeah. right? Like <laughs> communication, <laughs> back and forth, dialogue. <laughs> I'm just throwing words at a wall, at a microphone. Um, okay, so Higgledy ticked off. Ah, we we're say. done with Higgledy. Let's move on to the next um, one. Yeah. Jambalaya. 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 It's spelled J-A-M-B-A-L-A-Y-A. Jambalaya. 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 The jam. Mm. Be a liar. The jambalaya. Girl, is it jelly? Because jam don't shake, as RuPaul would say. <laughs> hey! Um, I don't know much about this word. Is it a food? Is jambalaya a food type? Uh, it sounds like a country or a, it's, it sounds exotic. So I'm thinking like rituals or I'm going to skip like the rules Maybe. and throw it into Google. So we're educated and not talking like Egypt. Ah, yeah. What is jambalaya? Jambalaya is a Creole rice dish of West Africa, French and Spanish influence. Ooh. Kind of like paella from the pictures. Oh, yes, mainly yes. of meat, guinea, guinea, vegetables, guinea. mixed with rice. Traditionally, the meat includes sausage of some sort, often smoked meat such as an, andul, anduli. Sorry, I'm not great with that pronouncing that word. Along with pork, chicken and seafood. It looks a bit like paella. It looks gorgeous. So It kind of sounds like something. Is, give me some. 
Yeah, it sounds like something I'd make on a really lazy cooking day. Sans the meat, I'd throw in some like cubed tofu or like Gorge. chickpeas or something like that in, instead. And life is good. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that sounds like something I would hoover up gladly. If you um, know any good places to get jambalaya, please let us know. <laughs> we would love to. Exactly. Um, For a gal who has connections to the great continent of Africa, I do. N I am not educated enough on the wonderful culture culture of the place. Well, like I want to know more about the food. Yeah. But I was talking to my mom about this. I was like, so you know, when you lived in South Africa, like, what did you eat? Like, what was yeah? What was the vibe? And unfortunately, with really poor places, there doesn't often be a very like rich um, food culture. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when when most of the population are literally just focused on surviving, there aren't going to be yeah. like amazing, rich, wonderful recipes coming out of things. Yeah. yeah. So there it was a lot of like dried meat, you know, things that can be preserved over a long time, things that are easy to import, things that are cheap. Yeah. Um. Now that's obviously South Africa. Like, obviously, it's a huge continent, so it's not going to be the same everywhere. But. And a lot of it is very Mediterranean influenced because like that's kind yeah. of where all the money and colonization came from. So that yeah. influence is gonna creep in. I guess talking about kind of money and food, like the famine, we were all stuck with potatoes and now I would say I'd have potatoes quite often. It's a big part of my diet as an Irish person, <laughs> you know? So I guess it kind yeah. of, inf like even the hard times that a country has been through like over generation generations, the food kind of sticks with you. Or like mm. gin and tonic is like a wartime drink because they'd have to have their quinine from the tonic but it tasted terrible so then pe the soldiers would put the gin in it so they could stomach it like and now it's a really fancy pink gin drink that people have all the time so yeah. hmm, history culture food love g and d and gin comes from potatoes doesn't it no is that not vodka i thought gin comes from something oh, else is gin not like a type of wheat i should know that my dad's <laughs> cafe yes. is attached to from a distillery Shambo, like <laughs> i know well i think it's i think it's a type of wheat I've been on the tour, so I'm sorry, Athelads of Drum Shambo Gin. I don't. We'll have to go and to take notes. Yes, <laughs> just so um, we can whip out our knowledge and workmen's yeah. to impress people. Oh God, no, not workmen's talking about their. Well, this drink is like so special. I'm just like, give me, give me any whiskey you have. Thank you so much. <laughs> exactly. uh, next word, if you're prepared, and I had to write these down on my notebook, and this took a whole line from page to page to write down. Supercalifragilistic, no, supercalifragilistic expialidocious thoughts. Even Molly. though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. What who goes to say? So yeah, rhyming. What a genius song. Who made this word? Why? What's it but all who, about? What, what were they thinking? Like super. Okay, fine. Super or, is fine. Super. Whatever. Super. Grand. Cala. Calawa. Like California. California. Super Caller. I don't even know her. <laughs> <laughs> super cala fragile fragile f so super then c a l i f or a g i l i s t fragilistic fragilistic like do they do you think maybe they do you think maybe they took some words and just spelt it backwards or like mixed up the letters maybe they just put in like a random word generator thing and just said give me all the letters please and then ah Mm, perhaps are are all letters in the word? Not said. We have no M. We have no N. 
I have to keep saying it to myself so I can see the letters in my head. So we have no Z. We have no Y. Expialidosis. So no, not all the letters. We have but X, a fair, though. They're taking a fair go at having them, but not oh. all are at the party, no. Hmm. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if that was their intention and they were there for hours and they were just Getting like, we can't do it. <laughs> Oh no. Oh well no. now, it is a very old musical, so do you think there's hardly the possibility that the letter Z wasn't around? It's not that old. The alphabet was formed, Mal. Yeah, but Z like there is no K in the Irish language. I know, but it's an English song. Like it's I know but like when you British look at composers. like But what did, what was it that was around in England? Like when you were writing things the word S didn't exist, so they have to put in the... No, the letter S wasn't known for as a letter F. I don't know. But are we... Is this, is this from, like... Is this, not, is this not from, like, Mary Poppins or something? I'm going to throw the... I hate doing this because I know we're going to talk off the cliff. I know, it makes more into, content. It's grand. I need to put it into Google, lads. Oh, here it is. As soon as I put Super F4AG, it came up. Super Frag. Um, oh, a lady can say... There's a lady on YouTube that can say it backwards. Should anyone need it? It is from... I don't trust that. She definitely had time So it's practice. from Mary Poppins. I'm going to put year after it on Google and we'll get the year. Because I don't think it's... This. I'm going to guess. Has... Oh. Molly Mew, they had all the letters by 1964. <laughs> and it's the Sherman Brothers. So they're very educated on music composing. I can promise you. They know their letters. 50 years ago. They didn't have Y then. They didn't have S. Come on, Molly. <laughs> My parents were just like nearly being born around that time. They had letters. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, you know, you learn bizarre things every day, so I wouldn't have been surprised. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, right, wow, class. Someone in Workman's told you that. They didn't have S's in the 1960s. <laughs> oh, okay. Lord. Next, Next word. word. We have chicken, but it's spelled C-H-E-I-C-K-E-N. I don't know if it's a mistake or an intention. So chicken. C-H-E-E-I-C-K-E-N. Maybe they just meant chicken. But Wait, C H E I C K E N. So chicken. C K E N. Like chicken. It's C H E I K E N. So the E yeah, is before the I in chicken. It's, it's chicken. If the I comes after the E, it's I. Except for Louise Ki- Kylie. She's E I. Chicken. 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 I had a chicken fillet roll today. I'm uh, oh. the whole vegetarian thing's going out the window. I was window, just about lads. to what say, what am I even doing on? anymore? What am I doing yeah. anymore? I think uh, I think when I finished college and when I got my own car, I've just been like, no more rules, just fun. <laughs> divinity is on my side. No more rules. I am divine. <laughs> God and divinity are on my side. <laughs> God wants me to have chicken fillet rolls. What can I say? My higher self tells me chicken. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Um, chicken's fine. Very versatile meat. I used to have a rake of chickens. I used to have 27 chickens Aww. when I was about 9 or 10. And then some little mink hopped in. Oh, no. Yeah. That's it. Damn there them. I hate when animals are so cute but so murderous. Oh, and then my friend Faye, um, listener of the podcast, Deadly Friend. Obviously, yeah, we would have been Snapchatting hey, hey. or texting or whatever we did when we were kiddos. And I text her and said, you know, minks after getting into my chicken coop and they don't eat the chickens, they just break their necks for fun. There we go. And even worse, like if it was a fox and it ate them, I'd say, oh, fair enough, they're they like just break their necks the for crap. They're like the Ted Bundys of yeah. Irish wildlife. <laughs> I 
I don't know how I feel about that. But anyway, um, a few days later, I got some post from Faye. And it was a big package and I opened it and she bought me a skinned mink. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously what? I only opened it and I was like, I thought it was like a dead bunny or something. I gave it to my mom and mom was like, no, that's going in the bin. <laughs> Faye, are you okay? Faye man, what's going on? <laughs> we need a chat. That was years and years and years ago. Wow. Yeah. Very to the point, isn't it? Yeah, that was a real like, <laughs> and that was kind of a future it was almost like a message like if anyone ever hurts you again that, you know, that's what i was about do. to say yeah if anyone ever fucks with me i know i have Faye, and it's vice versa i mean but like yeah there you go that's the one time we should got a skinned mink in the post not was the same mink that killed my chicken real skinned yeah. mink yeah well, how do you know it's not the mink that killed your chickens i don't know he, he no well he, he scooted off fairly handy after he did the damage like do yeah it doesn't mean that Faye wasn't hot in his tail do they have tails <laughs> Say <laughs> please let us know. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Next word. Large. Large. Not my favorite way to describe something la- big because I hate with with our accents the a r yeah. sound like the r large. doesn't r. Uh, <laughs> we don't large. say r. Oh, large. our Shakespeare teacher had such a heart. Now I managed it in college, but there was another girl over from Offaly who mm. had an awful bad habit of doing the r sound. Oh no, um, not with Shakespeare. <laughs> Oh, Miriam went to town on this poor girl to get her to stop saying things like that. Oh, no. I, that's one thing I'm proud of, actually, when when like it go, comes to Shakespeare or doing a play or doing an accent. I'm fairly quick to shake like yeah. my terrible Connacht pronunciations of some things. Yeah, I think I can too, but they slip in like that fairly <laughs> handy. Like they do, they do show up and they say, well, how's oh, things? God. Are you all right? Are you all right? Um... <laughs> Somebody, just one person text me and say, yeah, Misha, I'm doing okay. I feel a lot better. Thank you. Yeah, lads, come on. Get on it, lads. <laughs> I'm asking. Um, what do you okay, think the word? It's grand. I mean, as soon as I hear that word, I think of the drag queen, Latrice Royale, because she's a bigger queen and she always says large and in charge. And I'm like, yes, come through. Oh, yes. So I like that. Um, is there much difference between a large fries and McDonald's and a medium one? No. Chip portions are baffling me these days. Yeah. Um, since the country has opened up a little bit and since I turned 22, I've been having many Eat. beverages and no finer meal to have with a beverage than a bag of chips. So God that bless. Has been many go-to meals lately has been a good bag of chips. And yeah, portion sizes, man. Like, okay, I, I know, I under I hear what you're saying about like the portion sizes between like a small and a medium. I'm going to divert from your question for a second and talk about like chippers rather than McDonald's. Yeah. And in chippers, like a small bag of chips would be a hefty meal for me. It's like still good, fine. yeah, really still good. Still good, but large is just like I bet there's at least twelve big spuds in this bag. Oh, there's a family of four in a large bag of chips. Do you know what I mean? There's like, the famine. The, or I mean, lack for there. the week. <laughs> there's potato. The potatoes we were missing in the famine in this bag. Oh, yeah. Well, t- talk to me about McDonald's. What's going on there with the portion sizes? Well, no, that was just a random place that came to me. Um, okay. Yeah, like, or any place. It's like, do you want to make the meal large for an extra, like, 50 cent or a euro? And I'm like, no. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing important. No. <laughs> it would it would change yeah. everyone's life dramatically if they changed, like, a large meal to, like, do you want the big meal? The it's big like, meal. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, the big kid meal? Yeah. We're, like, we're happy meal? This. What's up with a happy meal? Like... I've clinical depression. This isn't going to make me happy. (laughs) 
Sorry, I'm just getting it all out today, lads. Plus, <laughs> it's putting emotions on food, and we all yes, know that's toxic. Yes, that's toxic bullshit. My favorite hot won't sauce. Make you any happier, but it might. For some, my favorite hot sauce is like the guilt-free one, and I love the hot sauce, but I just hate the word guilt Why? on it. I don't I'm like, like when I'm they not... put guilt-free on foods. I wouldn't be guilty spook. anyways of oh. having hot sauce. No. You know. And like, if we're gonna talk about it, hot sauce isn't the most calorific food out there. Not really. It's like literally chilies. It's just chilies and a bit of sugar and a bit of stuff. Like it's grand. And you only need a small bit. Fuck off with your guilt. Well, now maybe not me. I do love a good heft of it. Like, yeah, but like, should look. <laughs> the bottle shouldn't be telling you you're not guilty about it. Like, no, exactly. Okay, final word of the day. Gulp. Gulp. I tried to do the sound there I didn't do Go on, that. give us a gulp Go on Well, I have an actual gulp of tea I hate the sound of a gulp Oh, sorry Ew, did you hear that? <laughs> That's staying in the edit <laughs> Oh, I don't like sorry the sound Sorry for assaulting your ears I don't like the uh, sound of liquid in someone's mouth It's very awful <laughs> <laughs> Any likes or dislikes, Molly? Well let me tell you um nervous gulps it's always in cartoons oh. like if a tom and jerry see one of them coming after each other yeah. they do a big you know you can see the throat moving and stuff the old adam's apple yeah what what down. what is an adam's apple what what's, it's something what? about the the voc- vocal box and some women have it if they okay. have uh, that thing in their voice i don't know I'm kind of waiting for mine to develop. In case you can't hear, I sound like my voice is so deep. I'm like, where is Mr. Adam? <laughs> um, I know. Do you do you like an Adam apple? And Adam's apple? Like, do you see it on a on a fella, and you're like, oh, that's a nice apple, sir. <laughs> Get a load of them apples. I wouldn't be looking, but now that we're on like biblical chats, like is it's it? literally derived from. Adam and Eve and the apple, the poisonous apple or the Forgot bad apple that. or whatever. Yeah. Like, what's that all about? Like, are we just calling it that because first man on earth in quotation marks? Like, oh my God, God religion is think, everywhere. Do you think that like, oh, we're so, un- today is. Un- oh, I have a hot day. take. I have a hot take. Go, I have a hot go, take. Go, 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 go. It's better is, than mine. Go. Is the Adam's apple, the bit that sticks out in the throat, sticks out is the wrong word. Is that the bit of apple that's stuck in his throat because he can't, he shouldn't have digested it? Did it just stay in his throat forever so it would inhibit his speech? And now there's a bit of apple stuck in Adam's throat and every man ever because one of them fucked up. Wow. He trusted the woman. <laughs> Me saying he fucked up there was bad. I didn't mean it. But <laughs> I have two hot takes to follow that brilliant one. Um, <laughs> so does that mean before he ate the apple, he, he, he sounded like a child? Because his voice obviously hadn't broken because he didn't have his Adam's apple because he didn't eat the apple. Oh. So the, cur- so the curse upon women was like that they'd have really terrible, like painful births and yeah. like, periods and stuff. I think like that was literally like, okay, this is your punishment. And a, Oh yeah, we get fucking... Like, <sighs> we get periods, they get a deep, cool voice. What in the bullshit? Now, we we will have some boys that might hop on and say, yeah, but our voices break for a few years during puberty. Okay. And that can be you. tough. Okay, you. fine. I see we you. Get I it. hear you. Understand but we're me. out but... here bleeding, my dude. Suffering, writhing. Yeah. Now, I will say, okay, hot take, bit irrelevant, but I'm just going to throw it out there. We're I here. did 
I did I didn't cut out dairy altogether, but I cut it down a fair bit just to see if it would help with the mm-hmm. chronic period pain I was having. And that combined with looking after my stress levels really, really helped. It's like it didn't oh, even wow. happen this month. So oh. I, I'll just put that out there just in case anyone's suffering and they need to try something. Well, I'm dairy free all the time. But I'm also very stressed. And I'm dying a slow, painful death all the time. Regardless of the... All the time. Depression. (laughs) What's good? If you were going to do me on the podcast and I was doing you, you would just have Hey guys, I'm depressed. (laughs) That's Misha. (laughs) Done. But also... Are you all right? Are you all all around me. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. That's me just done. You're welcome, lads. Oh, it is what it uh, is. Any more words or will we leave it at that No, one? that's 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 all our words, lads. There you so go. So that's our encyclopedia of today. That was We learned some words. That's Molly and Misha's dictionary. <laughs> so you need them. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. That was fun. That was a tidy little one. Well, lads, Talk about... are you all right? Mind yourself. Are <laughs> you all right after that? Talk about a spontaneous <laughs> ep. We only came up with this idea like today. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled it so out of the bag. Enjoy that. Love that. Uh, you know where to find us on the socials. You know where to find us on the ACAS. You know how to review us and rate us and to share us and all that. That'd and somebody amazing. text Misha to say they're getting not okay, will you? Somebody get know. on that. Because I'm I not. Care. I care. <laughs> <laughs> Misha's depressed, so everyone else has to be okay. <laughs> That's just the rule. The unwritten rule. That's the rule, rule. guys. I'm uh, writing down the unwritten rule. Okay. Okay. Mind yourselves, lads. Bye 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 bye